your soul! How's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Coffins and Coffee with Dave and Ophelia. And the countdown to Ophelia coming to America is on. Woo! How long we got now? I have no idea. What now? I said, how long have we got now? It's only like 20-something days. I think it's like 24 days. Yeah. I can tell you. I can tell yes. you. Yes. Let's look at our world calendar. 24 days. I nailed it. Bingo, Let bango. Another, another notch on my belt for things that I've gotten right, like when we did our <laughs> couple of quizzes. It's three so far. <laughs> Boom. Um, I I have a confession to make. Oh. I know you don't read. I know you don't read Twitter much, so you, you probably haven't noticed this. But um, I have no idea what this episode's about. You never do. I'm Sometimes just, I do. I'm just like, hey, I've got something dumb to talk about. Do you want to talk about it on which the is, podcast? <laughs> which is fine. Which is fine. But um, in this particular instance, I usually have some indication of what that means. And on this particular one, I'm completely in the dark. So what <laughs> in your crazy world have you decided to stir up for the audience to listen to? Listen. So, Okay. I've mentioned it so many times on this podcast how much I love Japan and anything Japanese. And I was yep. I was actually going through some stuff in my spare room trying to figure out what I'm going to take with me to America and I came across some stuff that I bought in Japan that was just like like weird little gadgety things and I'm like, this is so fucking dumb. Why did I buy this? This is stupid. And then it made me think of how many... That's why. <laughs> the answer's in the question. Um, and it made me think of how many weird and wonderful gadgets exist in Japan that we just don't see. Because I don't even because know if anyone buys it. <laughs> so the gadget that also I... Also, because we're, we're not in Japan, so how would we see it? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But, I mean, the little gadget I found was, I, I thought it was hilarious when I bought it. It's a little lid that replaces the lid on your water bottle, but it's got an attachment for a camera. So, <laughs> so... Wait, from the perspective, like, from the perspective of your drink? Or, like, like is this one of those videos where, like, you, you know, like, when you see down people's, like the back of their tongue and their throat and stuff? No, so it's from the perspective of... So it replaces the lid on your water bottles. So if, say, you're traveling, oh, I really wish I could, you know, take a selfie, like a good selfie, or I wish I could... I had a tripod so I could take a good picture. You screw it onto your water bottle and put your camera on top so your water bottle becomes a tripod. Right? That's amazing. <laughs> That's it, kind of amazing. I mean, it is. It's fucking stupid because how much do cameras weigh and how small is a drink bottle? You know what I'm saying? But I thought it was hilarious. Um, so I went on a quest in the in Al okay. Gore's internet, as you call it. Did you find one? I've already got it. I own it. I bought it when I was in Japan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. That's what I found in my little suitcase. So I was like, yes. Have you, hold, before you go on to the next thing. <laughs> Have you taken a selfie with your uh, bottle drink <laughs> cap replacer camera? No, I haven't. I should take one just to put Can on we... Twitter, just to see what the fuck. I was just gonna think. say that. Okay, I'll I was do just that. Just gonna say that. We should definitely do that. <laughs> okay. Um, and then it got me thinking, how many other beautiful things I've seen, like when I was in Japan, like crazy gadgets like this. So I went on a quest on Al Gore's internet to seek out the most amazingly stupid inventions. Now. In Japan, there's actually a name for these sorts of things, and it's called chindogu. Practical. No, it's called chindogu, which basically, uh, so um, it's made up the words. Yeah, we, chi- I think we say that we say that in the barrio as well. Chingore. No, chindogu. So basically, it's made up of two words. So chin means like curious or strange, and dogu means tool. So. If you were to translate it literally, literally, chindogu means like strange tool, but it kind it doesn't really, 
it's one of those things that can't really be directly translated. It basically means is it an, more? It means an unuseless object. So it's like it's one of those things. Uh, wait. <laughs> An unuseless object. Yeah, so it's not useless. So but wouldn't would that just you be, use it? Well, wouldn't that just be useful? No, because it's like a lot of these items, you're just like, that solves that problem. But would I yeah. actually use that? Like, Wow, that you be, something being useful and you using it are not the same thing. Like, um, <laughs> there's lots of things that are incredibly useful, but... You know, for one reason or another, people don't own them. Okay, like, like you ever go, like, have you ever flipped through, um, like any cooking magazine or uh, what's that? What's that brand that has a really expensive like kitchenware? I fucking know. So I'm buying my shit at Target. Anyways, well, in America, we have a bunch of them. I don't, I can't, I can like see the brass pots that they sell. Oh uh, yeah, but like, like Baccarat you know, or something bill- like that. I don't know if you guys have something. That yeah, like there's a so there's like a billion kitchen gadgets. That solves so many problems, but you know the average person doesn't have every one of those, right? Do I really need a so lime zester? Gonna... Like I could just use a yeah, grater. Yeah, if you're making drinks. Do I need me need a melon baller? <laughs> What's a melon baller? You've never seen a melon baller? No, oh. I'm not a big melon guy. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> wow. It makes balls out of you. You get your melon and you use a melon baller. It makes little balls of melon. Like, yeah, cool. If you ever needed a ball of melon, like, I guess it solves a problem. But is it a problem that we really need solved? Wait, well, isn't that just... It, it, aren't melons already round? Yeah, we can aren't make lots already of little balls? rounds of melon. Why don't you just buy a small melon? Or just cut your fucking melon with a knife. Listen, if you want... The, a melon is already a ball. Yeah, but you make if you little want a baby smaller ones. ball. Just buy a baby melon. <laughs> a grape. <laughs> I mean, they're not if grapes. That's what they're your baby melons. Is, I'm not going to kink shame. Some people are into grapes. I mean, oh, but anyway. So, as an example, stuff that's like, I guess, solves a problem. But like, do you really desperately need that problem solved so much as to go out and buy a gadget? Example, there's an image here I've got of a lovely gentleman and he's trimming his nose hair with a nose hair trimmer that connects to the port on your mobile phone just in case you're out and about and you realize you have a rogue hair Listen, in your nostril. Okay. All right, hold on. <laughs> I, I'm going to defend this one, okay? <laughs> of course you are. Because, because um, it's a real thing that when men get to a certain age... It gets a bit more difficult to keep uh, your nose hair in order. And try as you might to remember to trim it. It's not like, I mean, you know, it's not like one of those things that's very, very obvious generally until it is. So everyone has gone through a situation where you think you've, you've kept up your grooming habits and you're walking around the mall one day getting a Jamba Juice with a shot of... <laughs> vegan protein in it because you got a coupon and you want to make sure you get the, the free one next time so you're in the mall and you got your orange Julius and or whatever Jamba Juice and and then you feel that little tickle you feel that little that little prick against the upper part of your lip and your first, your first thought is morbidly do I got a mocha right they got a clean they got a little something so you immediately try to like low key find a handkerchief or a paper towel or or whatever, and she check, and it's not, it's not, not a mocha. So then, you know, you feel it again. It, it kind of itches you, and kind of hurts, and you realize you have what feels like a sequoia-sized nose hair sticking out of your nose <laughs> for everyone to see. Now, you in this situation have three options. Number one, you live with it, so you go home sucks but it's possible monks do it number two monks do it yeah (laughs) number two you can be bold enough to ask the girl that works in the little kiosk selling uh i don't know ribbons to borrow her scissors so that you can so you can trim it with a pair of paper shears that's a COVID safe option. It's a dangerous proposition. Here's the other thing also. They're not designed for cutting so fine. So it's tricky. 
you gotta do it in a mirror, which then again, you gotta find a bathroom, and she's gonna let you walk away that far. Do you use a little mirror on her kiosk? These are things you have, you have to, might have to come across. But number the third option is the worst of them all. You may not be near a kiosk with scissors, and you may just not be able to deal with it any longer. So you decide, take a deep breath, bite down on your cheeks, and try to yank that thing out. And let me tell you, there are fewer pains in the entirety of all creation that is as acute and horrific as yanking a wayward nose hair out of your nose. Oh! It'll bring, it'll bring, it'll bring a man to his knees, cause women and children to weep. It's, it's terrible. It's a terrible, terrible thing. No one should ever have to experience or bear witness to. Or, you know, I mean, even then, there are, I think all nose hair trimmers are battery powered. So why in the fuck? Am I going to need one that plugs into my fucking USB or my, you know, USB-C port or lightning port on my phone? Not only that, you've got to hold your phone. I'll tell you why. (laughs) Listen, I'll tell you exactly why. Because who carries a a nose hair trimmer? Did I just not explain to you? You're still carrying a nose hair trimmer. You're just carrying one that plugs into your phone. (laughs) I know, but it's it's so much smaller. Oh, it's not. Like if it plugs to your phone, you know what if it's dead. What if it's dead? Well, some people only have dead? the kinds that plug in. Well, then maybe you could charge your phone with your nose clippers. Excuse me, man. Do you ever think about that? Can I you ever been at like a phone? concert? Yeah, sure. I hey, just man, need listen. to trim my nose hair. <laughs> nah, no, no, I'm not talking like that. I'm saying like, you ever been to like a festival? You know, you like you go to Ozfest and you've got your cool battle jacket on and you get there and there's like. Lots of hip people, you know, and like you, you buy a beer and, and you see some rad bands and you're having a good time and you're taking lots of photos. Uh, not the annoying way. You're not like the person that holds their phone up the whole time and blocks everyone else's view. You're like the, the, the one or two photos a song kind of chap, you know, you're, you keep it up, you know, you keep it to a minimum. And then the main event's about to start, right? The headliner, the oh Ozman himself, the Prince of Darkness. The King of Kings. He's going to come on and you go, you just got to get, you got to get Crazy Train recorded. You know, like your, your grandma wants it. She's been ill. She's in the hospital. You know, her, her last wish is getting Crazy Train on camera, right? And you go <laughs> to lift your camera to, to fulfill the wish of old Gran. And the battery's dead. <laughs> and you're just, you're just seeing old Nan's face. The, it's the wave of disappointment that washes over her. If only someone was there with a nose, a fully charged nose hair clipper that plugs into your phone port to give you that little bit of energy, that little boost, little little piece of charge. Like Prometheus down from Olympus with fire, just charges up that phone just long enough for you to get like the intro to Crazy Train for Old Nan. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> face gems, glitter, Coachella, nose hair trimmer. <laughs> yeah, same, same. These are important things that you need to think about. Everyone knows. I know we didn't get summer f- festival season this year, folks. Um, but everyone knows that there are certain essential things that every person everyone who's going to a music festival knows. must bring. <laughs> everyone knows. <laughs> <laughs> everyone knows that there are certain things that you have to bring to be prepared. Sunscreen, right? You got to bring your f- sunscreen. You've got to bring your hat, big hats, right? Those are in. You got to bring a, a water bottle. You know, you have to bring uh, maybe you even bring a one of those recharging packs, you know, for your for your phone. And of course, you've got to bring your phone and you got to bring your uh, you got to hide 
a package of instant coffee in your sock for when you need that caffeine bump and there's no vendors around and you need a nose clipper. It's just the bare necessities. Wow. <laughs> well, we spent way too long talking about that. Um, then, <laughs> or not long enough. We'll do the whole episode. I'll, do the, I'll be here. I'll be like those guys on Capitol Hill. I'll just stump for this device. So, if you're the maker of Nose Be Gone in Japan, could you please, if you send me one of your one of your phone charging nose clippers, I will do an unboxing video for the millions and millions of listeners of the Coffins and Coffee podcast and promote your item. Well, the next item. <laughs> that I have on here is a creepy hand iPhone case. So essentially what That's this awesome. is it's <laughs> it's an iPhone case, but on the outside there's a like a life sized hand. So when you're holding your phone to your ear, you're like holding its hand. <laughs> That's amazing. But the um what really stumped me with this was the description. On stumped you? This is what... St- Stump? <laughs> this is what hand stumped me, okay? On the website, okay. and it was a, it's a little bit creepy, so I'm just... We'll read this. This is the description on the website. In a little naughty, it's a naughty child, but when I'm crying, it's smaller, but when I'm... When I was clutching at me strong hand, very gentle, I'm a child. When I held hands for the first time, I feel and was chubs girly. I felt my heart pound in warmth. I no matter holding hands take much the year. The fit in this case, the iPhone, which raised grasp gently like holding hands. Somehow I would have been tickled maternal. That's beautiful, man. That's that's just gorgeous. Sounds a little bit of How can you how could you I mean it sounds like there is a person and many of us can be this person from time to time. Maybe you're this person right now at home who feels a little down. It's a trying time during this quarantine and COVID. There's a lot of uh, you know, people not knowing what, what's gonna come next. And there's a lot of malaise, a lot of depression, a lot of people are down, sad. And it's just like no different than when I use my weighted blanket, you know, for comfort, you know, when if I'm having any anxiety <laughs> or or just for general feeling of protection. The, there are some people out there that just want to hold someone's hand. And as you know, it's actually very irresponsible to try to hold someone's hand without their consent. <laughs> the Beatles made a whole song about it. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> So why not have just a little bit of comfort every time someone... Re- it's like it's like when your mom calls you, you know, but this time it's like you hold your mom's hand as she tells you that you need to lose weight and why, ha- why don't you call her more often and when are you just going to settle down and meet a nice person? It's just the same thing except holding her hand. What's worse, being so fucking lonely that you need to hold a rubber hand on the outside of your phone, but then also realizing that you're lonely because no one fucking calls you, so you've got a hand on the outside of your phone for no fucking reason. <laughs> well, the latter is sad, but I, I don't think it's sad at all that lonely people would have a, a rubber apparatus to help cure their I loneliness, mean... I think. I think that this is um, something that we, as a society, should look into more. I mean, listen. Do you know that there are places? Do you know that there are, like, not places, I guess. There are, like, groups where, um, I want to say I've even seen this as a service somewhere. But they, like, like, there are groups of people who will get together to platonically hug. Have you heard of this? So, there is a, oh, I have to find the name of it. There is a place you can go in Japan. Um, where you basically hire someone to act like a maternal girlfriend with you for like half an hour. So the service will include like they'll just lie and cuddle you. They'll clean your ears out with like a Q-tip. Like they'll fucking run their fingers through your hair. Or you can one of the packages is just to stare into their eyes for like <laughs> an extended period of time. 
hold hands. Why did I see this? I feel like I saw this in a movie, something very similar it's to an, this. It's a real it's thing. A, there are like... I mean, I don't... There are places in Japan where you can go to, um, and they have them for men as well, where you can just go and just talk to people and have them act like your boyfriend or your girlfriend for like an hour. So it's like going to a strip club, but no one takes their clothes off. And they just sit and like you'd have drinks and chat about stuff. I mean, I've done that at strip clubs too, but with nudity. I'm very approachable. Um, You know the problem? The problem with that in say America I, I can't speak for Australia but the reason why something like that is is obvious as it is right I mean to me like this is such an obvious need and not and I'm, I'm and I'm saying this completely straight face like I, I I really do believe that like we live in a society where people feel not appreciated not loved not whatever you know and and the comfort of a kind person would probably go a super long way However, number one, people will will assume it's going to go into weird, creepy territory, you know, uh, which I don't think is necessarily the case. But I guess the case could be made for that being dangerous work. Um, but, you know, the number one reason why, like, businesses like that would never be allowed to take off or even be a thing. Why is that? Because in because in America, they don't want you to get happiness from normal, healthy uh, practices and, 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 you know community with other people and rubber hands they want you to get happy huh and rubber hands and rubber yeah yeah they would rather you buy rubber hands than touch someone's hand right they would rather you try to find happiness in that new truck or that new um pair of pants or clothing or whatever what's weirder a rubber hand or a rubber dick them's real questions Uh, well i really think it really comes down to what's the intent of either. Comfort, you know. Well, I mean, I mean, having needs. Well, no, no, no. Okay, so do you mean like a do you like, do you mean like a penis on a phone? I mean, like a dildo, you know, just a dildo. Okay, so, and the <laughs> hand phone, or a hand in general. The phone hand or a dildo? What's weirder? Which is weirder? Mm, I I would I wouldn't say either of them are weird. But I think the more unusual one would be the hand phone. Do you think so? Only because, well, yes, and I'll tell you why. Because, because it's so. Like if you had just said a rubber hand, full stop, or a rubber dick, then I'd I'd have to call a tie because it depends on the purpose, right? But but when you combine the hand with the phone, it's a very specific thing. You know, not all people want to hold people's hand when they're on the phone. Do you know what I'm saying? You have to hold someone's hand every time you're on the phone. (laughs) Yeah, like that might not be, you know, but like a rubber penis, if that's your bag, then that's good anytime. You know, it's like, and you could use it for more things, right? I mean, really, truthfully, the rubber hand on the phone is, is really just for a gimmick, right? But like, you could play baseball. Just use it as like a waf- mitt? Like a waffle ball? Just hold your phone? No. No, not the not the phone, the rubber penis. I thought you were talking about the rubber hand. You could use both. I mean, actually, you could use both. You could throw the rubber hand phone at the rubber penis. You gotta get, like, one of those yeah. longer, like, double-ended ones. Use, like, and then you hit it. it. I, don't, with that, I don't know how it's... I don't know how it's formatted, so I don't know if that would work or not. What I'm saying is, I don't think either of them are weird, but I think it's probably a little bit more niche for the rubber phone on the rubber hand on the phone gimmick. I, I kind of want one just to see. <laughs> the rubber dick? No. You have one. <laughs> I mean, nine out of ten. It's a very nice one. one anyway. I would hope so. Why don't you have a rubber hand phone? What? I don't know. I just found out of its existence. Maybe I'll buy one. All right. Well, what a, you should buy one. What else? What else do they have coming out of Japan? What great imports um, do they have from a diet half bowl? So it's a normal a size diet half bowl of what? Just Rubber a bowl. Dicks? So it's like a normal oh. bowl, like a ramen sort of bowl, but they've cut it in half and put a mirror, like a big mirror, in that side, so it looks like you've got more food than you actually have. 
and then you just eat out of half of a bowl because you're only having half a bowl of food. You know, once again, I'm going to have to come to the defense of Japan. It's kind of genius. As, well, as, as someone who struggles with portion control, as you know, <laughs> um, being tricked by into feeling like... Because most times, you're more full than you think you are. You're like, most times, a normal serving of food may look small because of the constant barrage of advertisement showing huge, huge meals. But in reality, it's more than enough food for what our body needs, especially if you're drinking a healthy a healthy dose of water with your meal. So, again, I, I feel like this is one of the reasons why Japan as a whole seems to be a more fit country than the United States. Right. Everyone over there lives to be now like imagine, 100. Yeah, exactly. And, and look, you can combine these items. Right? You got to start thinking big time. So what if, for example, you want to take a photo of yourself talking on your rubber hand phone while (laughs) using two rubber dicks as chopsticks to eat out of your half bowl? What a concept. And you do so, you do so by screwing on your water cap (laughs) camera holder. To take a selfie. So that... Yes, you could capture all of this majesty in one frame. All right. What about this one? So you ever been in the kitchen and you're cooking up a storm? No. And you need to dry your hands, but you can't find hand towels or a tea towel. I hate that. I have a solution for you. For a hand phone. (laughs) Just cook with your rubber hand. (laughs) Please, please tell me that's called strong hand. No, that whole thing should be a lighter. No, I have a solution for you. Get this. Okay. Napkin pants. So they're slacks. <laughs> <laughs> they're slacks, okay. and on the butt cheeks, it's made of like tea towel. <laughs> but it's shaped like it's got them hanging out of the pockets. <laughs> <laughs> So, you're telling me that in order... (laughs) Oh, God. That's that's wonderful. That's wonderful. Can you receiving that as a gift? Like, the the gift for the cook in your life. Napkin pants. TM. Listen, this is where... This is where... (laughs) It's a little bit of a struggle to defend this one. Um, because, Because for your average person in the kitchen... You know, yeah, it's annoying when you have to, like, walk over to get a tea towel or or paper towel. You realize you're out of paper, you know, hand towels. But um, if you got time to change your pants, to put on the napkin pants, <laughs> then you probably have time and the, and the wherewithal to just grab a napkin or a towel. Or just wipe your hand on your pants However, and then change out of your pants into other pants. No, because that stains them. <laughs> These are pants you put on specifically for being in the kitchen, right? This isn't like like Chuck Norris's kicking pants. Do you know what those are? <laughs> kicking pants? Are they like the saggy yeah. crotch pants? They're not saggy crotch, but it's the same function. So they're just built with extra like elasticness in the crotchal area. The cr- crotchal area? <laughs> That's a word. Yeah, for 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 kicking so if you ever have to scrap you know with some young ruffian you uh you don't have to worry about like you don't have to change your pants like some like in old days for example um karate masters in america uh would would before they engaged in uh, fisticuffs would have to remove their pants so as not to restrain their kicking proudness but that is no longer a concern because now, if you wear your Chuck Norris's kicking pants, you can just launch your your uh, weapons of mass destruction at their face whenever you want, with no wow. care in the world that you'll be ripping your jeans. Wow! This is not those same kind of pants. This is napkin okay? pants. <laughs> this, is, this is napkin pants. I don't think it's going to help you in a scrap unless you're trying to wipe the blood from killing someone off your hands. Or if there's food scraps. Or if there's the only scraps you're dealing with is food scraps, yeah. then yeah. Like a food, if you're in a food fight, 
Right? Okay. But I found I found a more practical reason for owning napkin pants. It was a struggle, but but I think I got it. Chefs. It's probably why they right? have chef They put pants. on their apron, they put on their crocs, they put on their napkin pants. Wow. Oh, you don't that's not a thing there? In America, a lot of cooks wear like Crocs because they stand on their feet so long. Oh well. Plus, they're like they don't like don't slip as easily, you know. Not a good enough reason to wear Crocs ever. Um, hey, what about wearing napkin pants? Fucking napkin pants. Napkin? Do they have napkin jorts? Jorts? Yeah. Jean shorts. Yeah. No one should wear jean shorts. I'm bringing it back. Don't. I'm going to bring back, but they're not just jean shorts. Not like, like these skinny, like mid-thigh hipster Daisy Dukes that, that, that people wear now. I'm talking like jean shorts that go down well beneath your knee. Like Dickies? Like kind of like Dickies, but jeans that are shorts that only leave like your ankle exposed. Please don't. I survived the, two, the early 2000s. I don't need to go back. I'm just saying, might be brought back. Um, but if they had towel jorts, <laughs> napkin you know, jorts. You know who? TM. You know who? Um, you know who's really into jorts? Who? Al Jorkinson. Jorty White. <laughs> 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 oh, we're late. Okay, Next. move on. So what, what else you got this kind of keeps We're in, halfway through this. in with the current theme. So jorts. Okay. So imagine you're in the kitchen, you're cutting up some vegetables. Now you're holding down your veggies. You're cutting them with the knife. Oh, you cut the tip of your finger. Oh, I have a solution for that. Cutting hand. An alien, <laughs> a glowing alien rock. No, a cutting hand. So you hold... <laughs> You hold down this rubber hand and the rubber hand another rubber hand and another and a rubber hand holds down your food so you can chop the food and you don't cut your fingers because you've got chopping hand japan seems to really love this rubber hand thing <laughs> i oh my god <laughs> but wait how does that even how does that even like hold your food because it's holding down it's holding down this piece of tofu oh i see I, wow. Wow. Okay. That's, um, see, I, you know what? I think that they're maybe missing, I don't know. Because I, I thought maybe you, in this instance, you would put the rubber hand on. So it's like you have a larger hand where there's more space. Like there's like a, like imagine if you took like my hand, right? And you put a rubber hand over it and it extended my fingers by like two inches or three inches. Wow. And so when I cut, it's still my hand basically directing it, you know? But I've got like a like a buffer zone. Like I don't know if you guys do this in Australia, but like in South Texas, um they take old Christmas trees and they put them on the beach to build up like a wall, you know? So that when the hurricane season comes and the water's raised, like there's like these sand dunes are built up to keep the water from traveling too far inland right it acts as a, an additional barrier that can get up you know 10 20 12 you know 10 12 feet right okay that's that's kind of like what these rubber hands are except the rubber hand is the sand dunes and the knife is is the waves is the oceans <laughs> the cutting power of the ocean Well, you know what I'm I mean, I guess how you, I, it's a bit of a stretch, but you can make that correlation. Plus, plus, check this out. If, if, if they had built this rubber hand, this kitchen tool, the way I'm suggesting, whereas you put on this rubber hand and just makes your hand bigger, you could, you could get into a fight with it. Like, let's say, for example, you took all your clothes to the dry cleaners, including your Chuck Norris kicking pants. Okay. <laughs> And all you got at home that's clean is your towel jorts, right? Okay. So you've got to go. You've got to go to the store to get some tofu because you ran out, and 
and you know you're you've been in the kitchen the whole time and you're gonna go to the store in your in your napkin jorts to get more tofu and you think to yourself self why don't I just take my handy kitchen tool with me and then some some ruffian comes around and you don't got your Chuck Norris pants you can't just kick their head off but you put on that rubber helpy hand and you slap them around like that Foo Fighters video. How'd it get God. you out of a jam? Wow. Multi-uses. Multi-uses. Think big. Think outside the box. Um, <laughs> moving right along. Um, so, imagine this. Scenario. Sitting there. You know how sometimes you might be sitting there minding your own fucking business and for no reason your back starts itching. And your friend's there and you say, mate, my back's really itchy. Can you scratch it for me? And start scratching. And you're like, no, nah, a little bit lower, man, a little bit lower. And you try and scratch it. No, 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 up a bit more to the left, to the left. And they never get that sweet start spot. checking your oil? What? No, they're scratching your back. Oh, my God. No. So they're trying to scratch your back for you. I have a solution. Back scratch T-shirt. So basically, it's a T-shirt that works sort of like um, yeah, yeah, battleships game. Sandpaper. Yeah, the battleships game where you've got like all letters across the top and numbers down the side. Uh yeah. Yeah. So right. It's like a you, grid, like a grid, like a longitude latitude yes. system would also be another. So that's on the back of a shirt, and you've got a card. You can say, scratch me at I-7. And then they know exactly where to scratch because it's on the back of your shirt. No more. But how do you know? Because you've got it on a little card. And you've got it on the back of your shirt. So they just... How do you know that shirt's... How do you... With with an itch so acute as to not be able to find it with a normal scratch. Oh, I see it. It's a... a, Okay. It's it's basically a spreadsheet. A spreadsheet for back scratching. But... 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 But it's not like every shirt lays at the same spot for everyone. That's why you need the back scratching shirt. No, I just understand that. So when you look at your card and you're looking for L7, but L7 fits on you in a higher spot than what actually looks like L7 on the card because you've had pizza and sushi and donuts for the last two days, you're going to have a hard time getting to ground zero. Well... That sounds like a YP, not an MP. I would rather use like some sort of like demographics or statistics on that shirt. Well, I don't know that there like, would be any statistics like you, on that shirt. <laughs> no, you could. You could use it because what they could do is they could give you little... It could have little Velcro on it. And they could give you like little Velcro cubes that correspond with each, with each quadrant. Okay. And like, you know... You can have as many colors as you want, and you could show, like, you know, people over 50 who ha- own this shirt, and you could, like, you could put enough blue stickers to make the little bar graph. And people over 20 is in red, and people over 15 are th- green. Maybe. I think that's a better use for it. <laughs> I'm not going to trash that, but that was the weakest one so far, Japan. I think you should maybe, should maybe stick to rubber. In fact... You know, I'm really disappointed. A rubber hand on a stick. Because clearly, yes, I'm saying. It's the back scratcher. I mean, like Japan has. Ja, well, look, Japan has the 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 market cornered on rubber hand application. They have a lot. It's very evident. They do. They have a lot. I, I just it to to me, it's like, how did you miss this? It's like you know that old adage that everyone gets in an accident like five minutes from their home. Right. It's like this was your this was five minutes from your home. And somehow you missed it. <laughs> There's got to be a way to utilize your pre-existing hand technology, rubber hand technology, that you could have repurposed to create something that would scratch your back. Can you imagine, like, fucking going on Shark Tank and being like, listen, I've got this great idea for a product. <laughs> Coming up with yeah, napkin it's, it's pants like, uh, or a fucking back scratching arm hand. Maybe that's what we should do. Maybe I should re- like I should uh, retire from film and start investing money in rubber hand. Just rubber hands science, for various applied applications. Science. Yeah, rubber hand applied science. 
or Hwas. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Next one. So imagine. All right, that one was weak sauce. What else you got? Scene. You're sitting at your favorite Japanese restaurant. Mm, get a nice big bowl of ramen. And you get your chopsticks. You put your chopsticks in. You put it up. Ah, you burn your mouth. My mouth's on fire. I've got blister. Because no, you're an adult who blows on your food before eating it. And then you spray fucking all the shit off the noodles and table gets wet. Don't have any time for that. Hell yeah. What you Squirt. need is chopstick fan. So <laughs> it's a pair of chopsticks with a fan attached to it. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that is... You know what that looks... You know what that reminds me of? Have you ever seen those, like, pictures online of, like, a hillbilly who's taken, like, a, uh, an air con- a wall unit, like, an air conditioned wall unit and duct taped it to their car? Oh, and that's no. how that's the, how their air... Have you never seen that? No. Oh, I gotta find a photo. There's, there's photos of people with these beater cars that don't have in- uh, air condition. So what they do is they take a wall unit and they shove it into the back window and they duct tape it and they plug it through the uh, car, the cigarette lighter port, to to run the AC while they drive. Oh my god! I prefer ramen fan. The, <laughs> this kind of reminds me of that. It literally just looks like a small desktop table fan <laughs> stuck onto the end of what can obviously be way too heavy a ramen stick <laughs> of, to of, be practically. My new used. name for chopsticks: ramen sticks. <laughs> Why are they called chopsticks? What are you chopping? You're not chopping anything. Uh, maybe because it makes a chopping motion when you bring them together. Maybe. It might be. You should look this up. Um. You look this up while I tell the audience why the <laughs> chopstick, up. the noodle, the ramen sticks fan <laughs> is actually quite TM. <laughs> quite useful. TM registered trademark. It's um. You know, look, your scenario, while it happens, is is not the norm because the average person spends plenty of time blowing on their food when they know it's too hot before they put it into their mouth. However, if we've learned anything during this pandemic, it's that apparently our O2 levels are as weak as any mammal that exists on Earth to the point where we can't even be bothered to wear simple paper mask. So why would you stress a generation with such frail lungs as to have to blow constantly on their hot food in order to keep it from scouting the insides of their mouth. Clearly, we have developed as a, techn- as a, as a society to have the technology to remove such a danger to this, this species of weak-lunged people who can't wear fucking masks. It's like my new favorite insult, Get- you fucking weak-lunged bitch. That's what they are. So instead of taxing their poor, frail bodies any further, no more of this injustice shall stand. We'll add a fan to the end of a noodle stick. And a they, noodle stick? And they blow their food for them. It's like you're like going out of your way to call them anything but what they're fucking called. Listen, what makes more sense? Chopstick, ramen noodle stick, or ramen stick or noodle stick? <laughs> I think I'm getting closer to the truth. Illuminati confirmed! Scares you. <laughs> what else do we have? Okay, so you're in the kitchen. You're making toast. You do I have. Hold on, this is an important question. Do I have my napkin pants on? You don't need your napkin pants for this type of cooking because you're only making you toast. You always need. you. Hey, have you ever gotten crumbs on your food, on your shirt? You know, you don't even realize I get it. Get them and on then, my you, ass. You, the fuck am I, what no but listen it's a trail of tears okay <laughs> you gotta pull you gotta pull the cord to see the truth so you go to make your toast and you know you put your vegemite on it and you take a bite and unbeknownst to you you get crumbs on your shirt right especially you they get you know there's a shelf that <laughs> get caught so then then you decide it's time to do my podcast, so you scurry it back up to you and you sit on your bed, and as you jostle around and laughter out of your the hilarity that's coming from your co-host, you, oh you spray crumbs all off your chest onto your bed, right? And then 
Later that night, you decide to strip off all your clothes and sleep all natural, and you get into bed, and you start. Before you know it, you're being you're being under siege by bread, dried up breadcrumbs getting into all kinds of crevices that they shouldn't oh get into. Oh my god! All because you didn't have your towel pants. <laughs> well, um, no. So <laughs> you're in the <laughs> kitchen. You're like, fuck yeah! I could just go for some nice toast. You get your butter out, put it on the thing. Oh, all my knives are in the in the dishwasher. They're all dirty. I have a solution. Butter stick. So. But butter is in a stick. It's like a glue stick of the butter. Whole, that is now we have to preface that we're referring to non-dairy butter. Yes. But that's pretty brilliant. Not only because it makes application way more handy, although it doesn't it doesn't account for the crumb uh, symptoms. But that's never here, you know. There. Um, but also, you could take it with you, and you could put it on everything. Just take your butter like in think your about, handbag. What if you forgot it was butter and you how- tried to like glue your homework with it, or you tried to put it on like no. lip balm? That's more likely, and that would look awesome. Do you know how much people pay to have their lips look all glossy and swollen? <laughs> this is like a natural way to do that. Uh, I, mean, I mean, think about this. <laughs> how many times a day have you just want... I mean, think about just on your day-to-day, right? Not even a special butter day. Just like a day-to-day, normal average day, where you, how many times you wish you had butter to put on something? I mean... I mean, you get like a stain on your shirt from like eating crumbs. You put a little butter on it so that it doesn't stay. And, um, you know, like your, your car, the, the, the belt on your car is, is making noise. Put a, little, put a little butter stick on there. Gets that thing flowing. You know? Hey, hey, listen. Um. Sometimes, sometimes you're with your partner and you go a little long and you need a little assistance. And that butter stick is there. No. To keep things gliding. No. I'm just saying there's practical applications to this. No. Fucking butter stick, a subsidiary of the Ansel company. <laughs> <laughs> Trojan hey, butter, butter stick. stick. <laughs> I like that. Can we, can we start a pop punk band called Trojan, Trojan butter, butter Stick? stick? <laughs> It's just an image of like the uh, the Trojan horse, but it's a giant butter we stick on like wheels. Rubber hand and chopstick fan. <laughs> who wants to see us? Who wants to see us or listen to us start a pop punk band that just called Trojan Butter Stick that just focuses on weird items that you can buy from Japan? Every song is about that. Oh my! Like that Arnold Schwarzenegger band. Um. Well. Was it Austrian Death Machine? (laughs) So, well, we might have a metal track called The Scream Jar, which is... Oh, tell me about The Scream Jar. That sounds fun. The Scream Jar. So, it says, sometimes you just need to scream to reduce your stress levels. And when doing that in the middle of your office and the world and word gets back to Janice at HR, you may not have a job for very much longer, or you may just be asked to politely seek counselling. How the scream vase works is you just hold the end up to your mouth and start screaming obscenities about how much you hate your job, life, the current political climate, or anything else that's currently giving you stress. Once your screams hit the vase, it will absorb your sounds and convey your screams into nothing but whispers, flower smells, and flying dolphins. Oh... Sounds excellent. Flying dolphins sounds way better than flying sharks. Oh, that looks excellent. <laughs> that guy's so angry, but I can't hear a thing. Here's what I think. Not only does America need Medicare for all. Yeah, not only does America need Medicare for all. And you shouldn't support any candidate that doesn't support Medicare for all. It needs a scream jar that gets sent. Here, it's it's a it's a step process. You send the scream jar first. And then once they've gone, once they've moved past the stage of anger, then you send the rubber hand phone for comfort. It's like aftercare. You sound like you need a you rubber hand phone, rubber, rubber hand phone case, sir. I mean, I wouldn't be mad at it. My birthday's coming up in like half a year. 
Um, <laughs> so, how, how much do you think this item is, by the way? How much did you pay for that? The rubber... Which item? The screen the vase. Ooh, oh, yeah, so it's a vase, right. That's, a, that's an important distinction because that could dictate the cost of it. Because if it was a, um, if it was a screen lamp or a screen bowl or a screen bucket, I think it would be much cheaper than it is. But a screen <laughs> vase indicates a certain, you know, uh, fanciness, bougie-ness right. maybe, mm. top shelf quality. So, black label. So, I'm going to go with uh, 6995 $82. Ooh, that is top shelf scream jar. Scream vase. Scream vase. It's different. It's different. Yeah. And lots of people have bought it. You There's wanna... so many reviews. You should try it. I wonder how soundproofed it is. I mean, it's se- seemingly it's... It's the uh, the answer for those who want to curse your boss out at work, but screaming at the top of your lungs. So not adjusted people who can't control their emotions. This is great for you. Perfect. So, just to read one of the reviews from Ethan M on Amazon. I purchased this vocal device as a tool to control my inner demons, dispelling my rage, my raging ocean of hate and malice from the fiery crucible of sulfur and brimstone that is my soul is the only way for me to go on in this normal life. Like when my cloven hood and whore of a mother tells me to get a job instead of directing my dark spiritual acidity into music I make with my band, the Brothers of Night Evolving Rage, follow us at Bona on SoundCloud. My band also uses these when we when we were told by our birth givers that our dark expressions of musical violence are too high in volume. I would have given it five stars, but I got my rod of pleasure stuck in it. They should have included a warning. <laughs> wow. Well, look, I um I like the cut of their jib. And I think we should have whoever wrote that review on this show. I think we should too. Ethan They're my M. Kind hit of people. Us up. Yeah, Ethan M, we know you're listening, so come by. We'll get you on a Zoom. We'll let you into the Pleasure Dome. And you can regale us with more of your stories of your sonic inspiration and manifest destiny. Wow. What other, what other amazing technological advances is Japan currently sitting on that hasn't made its way to one of the former colonies of the UK? This one might be my favorite. So. <laughs> it's a dildo, isn't it? No! It's a, di- it's a dick sink. The actual name of this product is called... Super big wrapped in warmth happy furry jeans sleeping bag. It's literally a sleeping bag for couples, but it's a giant pair of jeans. Let me see this. I have to. I got, is a. Do you mean like uh, like X and Y chromosome? Oh no, you mean like um, slacks? Okay, right. <laughs> it's interesting. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go to bat with this one. Okay. Uh, let's say, for example, you're a couple. Uh, you've been dating for a while. You've been, you know, met in high school, and um, you gave up in, on all prospects of, of, you know, forging your own destiny. So you decide to stay home and die five minutes from where you were born. And you're looking at your partner, and you're saying, you know, what we should do. We should wait till marriage, you know, before we give <coughs> ourselves entirely over to one another. But being young, you know, hormone-filled kids, as you may be, it may be difficult from time to time, especially when you go on those camping trips up to the Pacific Northwest and the wind's kind of cold and you feel that cold ocean salt breeze just sort of hit your skin, kind of stings your lips a little bit. That's why you keep your butter stick with you to keep them lubed oh up. <laughs> and at night, you rub a hand those cold nights... In case, well, because, yeah, because, you know, you don't want to, you know what they say, holding hands is the gateway drug to anal. So, uh. Uh, <laughs> so, so what you do, if you want to make sure you want to put that extra level of barrier, you know, Jesus is watching. 
So you want to make sure that you, you do him proud as he he creepily stares at your feet as you sleep. Fuck, so is Jay-Z. You, 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 <laughs> yeah, so you... Um, obviously you've got to, you want to sleep next to each other there's a, it would be unreasonable to believe that there wasn't some level of intimacy but you put yourself in different legs of the pant happy fuzzy wrappy um, sleeping bag that way you can sleep with next to one another but your ugly bits don't touch. I like how as well when you lie in, there's like a drawstring around the neck so you can like pull it tight so only your head is sticking out. Okay. So that, I, I have a sleeping bag like that. <laughs> Not with two legs. But it's a, I have like a like an Arctic sleeping bag and it does do that. It zips up like a hoodie. Keep warm while camping or cosplay as a penis. Your choice. Either which way. I like to think more like an alien abduction. <laughs> Like sometimes I like to believe that I'm in the body bag and my my organs are about to be harvested for like some intergalactic black market. I can see that. It's basically like a space uh, farmer's market, but for organs. You know, I just remembered randomly. Weird. So last time I was in Japan, I was at this giant store, which is amazing, called Don Quixote, uh, which basically sells anything. It's like Walmart on crack. Very Japanese name. Yeah, right. (laughs) I don't know why it's called that. It's fucking weird. Um, but they have like a little adult section in there, which it sells kind of basic shit. But you can go to a vending machine and put money. Well, in. hold on, we should, we should, we should say, we should preface that when you say basic, that your level of basic might be much different than the average person who sleeps in a sleeping bag that looks like a pair of pants might think is basic. I mean, so it's a, you should expand upon that slightly. Oddly enough, it's like a lot of like masturbational stuff it's mostly like pocket like, pussies like and for dildos gents? like okay alright um but they but have well, hold on hold on why are we saying weird we, like, we have spent nearly 55 minutes talking about things far weirder as we've determined than rubber penises and rubber I know vaginas. I'm saying so it's weird that that's all that they have like oh I see okay well maybe store, they don't right? have much shelving I mean they, you said they're jack of all trades and master of none right. No pun intended. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but they have these little machines they're called Gashapon, uh, which is basically like a, um, you know, like stores they have like for kids, you put money in, you turn the thing, you get a little egg out and you open it. It's like a surprise what you get inside. They have those. Yeah, sure. Um, in this in this store. So, I, of course, I had to buy some. And I bought like three. <clears throat> and all of them were just assorted jack-off tubes so it's like a sheath that you put on your dick and then you jerk off that's like a nubbies oh, i know allegedly i've heard <laughs> what did you do with them all i've no i think i gave them to people when i came back i also bought my friend warn um there's a sex store in akihabara that sells um you can, only men can go up to the top level which is kind of shit but at the top level they have vending machine where you can buy used schoolgirl underwear and it comes with like a Polaroid photo. You told me about. Yeah, and it comes with like a Polaroid photo. Yeah, I was gonna photo. say, like, how do you know? How do you really know if those are used? Like, what's the? I didn't open them. Like, how, how many? Well, here's the thing, like, because like you could you could take a photo of someone in a pair of panties and then mass produce panties that look just like the one in the photo and then spray a little a little spritzer on there little rose oil and um, whatever Gwyneth Paltrow mixes for her candles and who would be the wiser? I mean... A little spritz of Paltrow. I don't... TM. A little puff, puff of Paltrow? Goop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just slap a little goop on there. But, um... In any goop case. has partnered exclusively with the Japanese, the New Japan Panty Company to form uh, what they call goop panties. They're, <laughs> they, they've got the the, the, the fresh, soft feel of new panties with the goopy goodness no, of... No, uh, please don't say know. goop anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you brought it up. It's, I didn't name her company. That's, I have nothing to do with that. Um, despite what you may have read on the internet, <laughs> oh, I did not come up I with that. I don't think anyone's read anything company. about that on the internet, but you know. Um, 
But yeah, it the, had like the dark like web a, is a hell of a thing. It's like a vending machine. It's got like photos of all the different girls, and you like put your money in, and you like go, oh yeah, that one, and you press the button, and out drops a little. It's like a plastic, like rectangle of plastic, and inside there's like a, the underwears and the Polaroid photo and stuff. Here's the other thing I wonder. I I would presume uh, again. I say this with zero morale, moral you know, direction on this, just stating I'm not familiar with this. So my assumption would be that part of the appeal is, is, um, is, um, to smell the person who previously wore it. Right. Would that be a a fair assessment? I'm not sure. I don't know much about that sort of kink. Okay. Well, I mean, I, I, I would make, I would certainly make that assumption. Right. I mean, I guess, I guess it could be you know like you see those old movies those like nineties movies when like the the hero like a uh, or even those eighties movies when like Molly Ringwald is like uh, b- broken up with you know Andrew McCarthy for the montage and she's all sad but she still got like his yell sweater <laughs> and she wears it all the time you know and like rubs her face longingly against this yell sweater is this kind of like that but for dudes I think so like. Like, they wear the panties around, and it's like, they put it up to their face, and they kind of, they cuddle with it at night just to, just to be close to it. Is that, is it that, or is it like a, like a olfactory kind of sensation play? I mean, I don't know. It might be both. It's probably like the same thing as people go out paying fucking $40 for, like, bitches bathwater. Like, same, same. Is that a thing too? Huh? Is that a thing as well? Yeah. Is that a thing as well? All right, well, look, we'll circle back to that one. So you you, you put a parking lot, in the, you put a pin on that, put it in the parking lot. We'll come back up for air and circle back. Um, so if it's okay, look, if it's purely like an idea, like oh, I'm I'm touching something that this person touched, like when people keep pieces of Elvis's like scarf, that's one thing, fine. But if it's like an olfactory thing, it begs the question: How long does it keep, and is there an expiration date? I don't. I don't know. Like, how sealed are these? Are these vacuum sealed? Does it like hold in the freshness? No, but they're in like a like what happens a sealed container. What happens if a vending? No, I understand that, but even there, there's this got to be like a shelf life. Maybe if you pull like them out, they're like fucking moldy. Or whatever, or even even less gross than that. Like, I'm not trying to gross anyone out, but what if you pull them? You get you go to a vending machine, maybe in a poorer part of town, you know, where people don't have a lot of disposable income, and it's been sitting there for a while, and and maybe it's like on a it's like on a block that used to be like a really thriving business block, but in latter years, more recent years, it's kind of fallen on on tough times, so it doesn't get a lot of foot traffic. Right, so you you happen to take a wrong turn because you're a tourist and you're just visiting for a week and. You happen upon this vending machine, and you're like, you know what? I've always wanted a Japanese woman's used panties come from a convenient machine, right? And and you you insert your coins, and you get your little box, and you open it, but you don't check the expiration date before you do, and you you know you go to take a hit, and it just is nothing. It's just like a dud. Like when you order, like when you like when you go to the vending machine and you get like a soda and it's flat. Oh. Yeah. See how sad that would be. Like how disappointing would you be? That would be sad. But and like I, mean, I don't know. What, I don't know what the cost is, but like you know, fifty. Like you don't want to be that full. Like they're fifty bucks. Okay, so you can't be dropping fifty bucks to get a good one, right? Like I mean, everyone and also everyone. You know, it's like some people. Like, poor, like a lot of people who have been suffering through COVID haven't even retained or regained their taste or smell. Like, what about them? You just think it's gone bad, but it hasn't. You just think it's, yeah, like it's uh, fizzled out. It's flat. It's a flat pair of panties. <laughs> it's the name of my second album. <laughs> right, from, from your band, uh, what was it? Trojan, Trojan Butterstick? <laughs> Trojan Butterstick. I love that. That's amazing. Oh. All right, what else do we have here? No, what other majesties are from Japan? Is that it? That's, um, I think that was enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, if this conversation has taught us anything, it's that never think that you're living in a country that has all the same first world privileges as other countries. There are countries like Japan, people that we can look at their system and we can say, hey, look, 
For them, wearing masks certainly led to less deaths as a culture. We could take cues from that. It's not appropriation. It's just learning, learning from what works for other people. And in that same way, like we could have learned to wear masks when people are ill, you know, to social distance naturally, we also could have learned how multi-useful rubber hand applications are and towel pants and Trojan butter sticks, fucking ramen sticks. You know, there's like a plethora of, like we think of people like Elon Musk being these like purveyors of new futuristic technology. But in fact, all we have to do is look west to our brethren across the Pacific Ocean to truly get a glimpse of what the future holds for those of us in this barbaric land called America. Which I'll be heading to in two weeks. <laughs> Godspeed. So with that, thank you guys very much. We appreciate you listening to us share a little bit of culture with you. A little bit of, uh, how do you say, artistic flair on this oui, oui. fine evening. We hope that you've We've learned, you've learned something. You have been come a little wiser, a little bit more traveled, a little bit more cultured. And until next time, when we can share more marvels from across the world with you, this has been Dave and Ophelia with the Coffins and Coffee podcast. Until next time, adios. Peace. I'm turning, I'm turning Japanese. I think I'm turning Japanese.